Welcome back to Keeping the Real in Real Estate with the Brittany Fritch Realty team here in sunny Loveland, Ohio. How's everyone doing today? Fantastic. Good. Great. Mm-hmm. Well, we got Brittany, we got Heather, not Jenny, and we also got Drew here That's in right. this beautiful office. But All right, so I think it's been a couple weeks since we talked last. How's real estate been? Fabulous. We have 10 pendings for January, and we had a record year in 2022, so... Yeah. State's doing all right. What's a record year look like for you guys? How many houses Busy. is that? Busy. <laughs> Non-stop. It looks like Brittany coming up with a goal, Drew passing out on the floor, and us meeting that goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it looks like. That's exactly yeah. what it looks like. I really yeah. like Heather's here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. A record year looks like 47 plus some change million in sales. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Seriously? 146 yeah. clients served. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 186 community needs supported, and approximately like 64,000 and some change caffeinated beverages consumed. I really hope that's an expense item, which is like <laughs> caffeine yeah. of this. Right. Coffee, right yeah. off. That's, <laughs> that's brilliant, uh-huh. it really should be. And also, then- I'm gonna just toot her horn because she was named the um, Little Miami Chambers um, Conver- Conver- yeah. Chambers yeah, the Converse Chambers uh- <laughs> Sorry, guys. Botox kicked in. It's the, um, she won the Loveland Business of the Year, which is such a huge, huge accomplishment. So that happened in um, November, mm-hmm. late November. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yes. Right? That's a huge step. And you've won a couple awards through them before, too, right? Mm-hmm. So what all, it means it's just bingo at this point? How is everything going? <laughs> um, it's going great. And gosh, I feel like once you win um, the Business of the Year Award, it's kind of like, all right, well, that was it. Like, that's it. You, you've you won them all now if you've won that one. So, um, yeah, very oh. honored because there was so many nominees that are, I mean, if you look at the nominee list and you're like, gosh, how do I rank compared to these other businesses? And then to take it away is huge. Yeah. And she, she didn't know we were going to win because usually she's got an inkling. But this, she was like, we're not going to win because you never win two years in a row an award. And I'm like, okay. And then we won. Yeah, I literally told the whole team, hey, we're just coming because we were nominated. um, But don't anticipate anything big tonight because we won Business Community Advocate last year, Mm -hmm. um, Women Owned Business of the Year in 2019. I'm like, so they like to see new businesses, new faces win things. Um, So I went in with low expectations and it was like. Well, I didn't. (laughs) I didn't. She was nominated like nine times and she didn't get oh, any yeah. of them and i'm like didn't you guys win an award no but here's the funny thing i was on the nominating committee for all the things with the chamber and literally when we're looking at business of the year i think everyone was like oh yeah she did this for me or they did this yeah. or this is what they've done it was i don't want to say it was no brainer because again there was a ton of really good nominees yeah but just your community involvement and uh-huh. what you've done mm-hmm. it played such a huge element in it mm-hmm. and yeah. speaking of community involvement you also just won the nest dancing with the stars <laughs> Yes. So you can we dance the as well. Ball in the house here. That's yeah. all you do. That's amazing. Yeah. Top shelf. So let's uh, to back up on that. Which one means more to you? Do you think you know, the dancing with oh. the stars? Which one was harder? Uh, yeah. Which yeah. one was more oh, difficult? Gosh. Well, one took me six years of my life, and the other one took two weeks. <laughs> which one's which at that point? Just have to ask. I know. No, yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, two weeks of dancing, bloody toes, and ice baths every day. <laughs> what we learned from that is Brittany's going to do it her own way. Uh huh. Um, um, she never, ever just goes in a straight line and does the thing. She'll veer and zig and zag and come back around. And we're doing this. 
most people had six weeks to train and prepare for it, mm -hmm. and Brittany had two. Mm -hmm. So we were literally like sewing her dress like two yeah. days before. I mean, just absolutely pulled it out and that's did amazing. amazing. That is absolutely amazing. We were so proud. And, and that's, first off, congratulations, both those wins. Thank you. And now that's, I mean, I don't want to say that's your only secret to your success about how successful you guys are, but your community involvement's a really, really huge piece of it. Mm -hmm. So how have you built a brand in this community for that? Like, w does that work for you? And how have you built that brand of community involvement? Right. So there is no roadmap to building a brand. There's no roadmap to taking over a town. So that's first and foremost. Anybody that's looking for the roadmap, the magical roadmap that's going to take you from point A to point Z and all the steps in between, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. The thing is you find out what your niche is, several niches, not just one, find several things that you're good at, that you're already naturally doing and you're day-to-day -day life, in your spare time, and your free time, and then you go and literally take those things over. So if you go to church, if you're a regular on Sunday mornings, you need to be heavily involved there because you already kind of have a niche there. If you have children in the schools, if you have kids in football or soccer or baseball or whatever it is, make those your things. And don't just write a check and say, hey, can you put my banner on the baseball fence out in the outfield? That's not getting you any more business. But if you show up and work the concession stands when they have no volunteers to do concession stands, guess who's going to remember that? Mm -hmm. Everybody who got to buy a hot dog that night because <laughs> you were there. Mm -hmm. So you literally have to be the boots on the ground, tangible person. You have to show up to things and not show up to BNI networking groups. Oh, tell me more. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no. Stop doing that. <laughs> no, you have to pay to go have lunch with these people. And yeah. it's forced. I think between you and I, we have like 17 kids. And I think for you, it was so natural to start with your kids. Yes. Right? Talk to them a little bit about how um, the t-shirts and how they all started thinking it was cool to mm -hmm. have our BF Real t-shirts. Yes. Building um, a little bit of FOMO also helps build your brand. So not only are you out in the community and you're doing the things and you're showing up and you're the tangible person, you're the real person who's not just, you know, McDonald's and the owner of McDonald's is here doing concession. No, I'm just, I'm just like you and I'm here doing the thing. And everybody wants to do business with someone who's good, but you also create a little bit of FOMO because you have fun while you're doing it. You're not working concession stands being miserable out of your mind. You're working concession stands having fun. You're having fun. You have branded t-shirts and then it's like, oh, you know, my kids are going to school in a t-shirt and then my kids' friends then want a t-shirt. Oh my gosh, is that your mom on your t-shirt? That's so cool. Can I have one? And now you're kind of creating this FOMO. Now the parents want one. Now the friends' friends want one. Now the coaches want one. And you just kind of create this atmosphere of we're good people to be associated with, be around, um, do business with, and all of the above. So there's no roadmap, but if you can find your things and then plug in in these kinds of ways, mm -hmm. it's a no-brainer and that you're going to take over. That's amazing. So one kind of question with that. How much did you do last year in top-line revenue? Over 47 million. Over 47 million, plus hundreds and hundreds of houses and all the different metrics you got earlier. Plus, you're also doing the concession stand. Mm -hmm. Both of those take bandwidth, mm -hmm. right? Both of those are, I'm running a successful giant business empire. One of them is I'm selling hot dogs. Yeah. How do you mentally prepare yourself for that, right? <laughs> and like, how is that a good use of your time? Yeah, tell them. <laughs> Well, um, so balance is a lie. Uh, I like to touch on that. Anybody who wants to run an empire, build an empire, build a brand, run a brand, um, you better just get out of your head that you're going to have any kind of work-life balance. That is not a thing. Um, your business is going to become your life, not just in real estate, but any entrepreneurial endeavor that you're going to try to chase after. 
you are going to be that business when you're at dinner, when you're grabbing a coffee, you're looking for ways to give your elevator pitch in the line while you're waiting for your coffee, you're finding out where they live, what they do, where they're from, you're making friends and connections wherever you go. Um, and there is no work-life balance. Sometimes your um, life and family and things of that nature is going to demand more. And then a lot of times, more so than not, your business is going to demand a great deal of time. So I say, if you want to build a brand, you want to build a business, you better be ready to give 100 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Do the math. How much are you working now? And do you want to give 100 hours a week to something that's not related to family or pleasure or leisure? And you have to want it that bad. Mm -hmm. I would add that Brittany incorporates her family. Drew is sitting here across the table from us. She cannot do anything without Drew, and everyone in this town knows it. But also the way you've incorporated Brayden and the basketball attire and Mm -hmm. Malia and Ashlyn and their teachers and really reaching out to show through our kids how much we appreciate the people in our kids' lives. Um, We have kids in our families putting out the signs. You know, they're helping us, you know, run around Loveland and put ice scrapers on everyone's car. So because so much of Brittany's life is real estate, she makes her entire family a part of it as well. And that's what you've taught me to do. And I think that that's truly one of the reasons why our kids even see us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Family yeah. now becomes a part of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. For yeah. sure. Now, uh-huh. one of the things that it's risky. Oh, for sure. I mean, both of you guys being the same company, bringing your kids on, throwing the the stake in this community. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to say this in a wrong way, yeah. but I'm sure you guys stay awake at night thinking about this too, that like you guys are a really big deal in Loveland. Yeah. So if this thing goes under, what's that do to your brand? What's your reputation? And how do you deal with that fear? Um, I don't even think about I don't have yeah. time to think about it. Yeah, there's, no, there's no fear. There is yeah. no fear. There's what no guardrails. There's uh, no guardrails. No. She burned no. the ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We You do it fearful. Right, like you are gonna do it in afraid. You do it afraid. You just do the thing afraid. You there's no, to Heather's point. There's no guardrails. You are just doing it. And if you're doing it to the capacity that you should be doing it, you don't have time to think about what if this goes under or what if this or what if that. It's just what are we doing next? What's right. the next step? So if you are backwards thinking or doubting yourself or fearful hang it up because if you have any amount of time to be thinking about those things or squandering about those things or coming up with a plan B just in case you are not going to make it one of the things I super appreciate about Brittany is her faith because she touched on fear but Brittany she leads a bible study she leads a women's group at her church in her parish and anyone that knows Brittany yes she's a big deal yes she's a mom yes she's a wife but she's also a Christian and she's a believer and she has shared with me that faith and fear cannot live in the same place at the same time and so I think for her vision for this town and her business her family um, so much of that has to do with her prayer life and um, really taking time to get silent and still and until you feel like you know God is telling you what the next thing to do is you don't you don't do it Mm-mm. no not at all I have little goosebumps right now in case you're wondering like good. physical goosebumps <laughs> but okay good. cool good that's amazing so let's talk about your brand yep you're intentional with it mm-hmm. so everything you're doing is adding or subtracting that brand yep. your brand is FOMO mm-hmm. let's be fun as heck mm-hmm. let's bring in our family yep. what else is in that brand Um, Being very picky about who you associate with. So you can't um, associate with messy people. (laughs) You you might have to cut some people off or set some boundaries with people in your life that you may have before been um, associated with. You just have to 
know your circle, know the people you're surrounding yourself with, um, associate yourself with like brands. So if you know another business in the area or the community Mm -hmm. that kind of has similar characteristics, ethics, and standards that you do, you partner with them. You, you know, we just, for Christmas in Loveland, we did Bond Furniture and Design and Lemons and Limes. We all partnered kind of a woman's power corner. Um, Ramsey's is a wonderful family-owned business. We partner with them for all kinds of things. We have our events there at Moms and Mimosas. We have our vision board coming up in a couple of weeks. So you um, also want to, yes, you can build something amazing, but if you partner with other brands that are already established as well, that kind of have the same feel for the brand that you want to have, that kind of projects you and puts you on another platform as well. That makes a lot of sense. Now, looking at legacy and your brand's legacy, as you're growing and you're getting bigger and you're adding people, you have to be intentional with who you even hire. Absolutely. So how do you put that into who you're attracting to work for you? Um, there, You just hit the nail on the head. You attract who you want to work for you. So um, I do not actively call or recruit anyone. Um, I'm not a headhunter, although some people are like, you need to be a headhunter and you need to do this. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I get my spare time. I'll get right on that. Um, No, but when you build something, you create this FOMO, you will get people who come and they just want to be associated with the brand, right? But they're not going to work hard. They're not going to put the work into it or the grind into it or the hustle into it. So you have to be very good at finding out if they have it or not right away and if you don't have the ability to un- to identify that right away find a number two who can so you need a number two a second in command who can immediately pick up with that's not a good fit um, because you will waste so much time so much energy so much effort and money on hiring the wrong people so immediately one you attract the people mm-hmm. hopefully it should be like-minded people at least that's going to align with your brand but two, you have to make sure that they have the same work ethic as you and they're okay with having the family business, grinding 100 hours a week, and doing the thing that you expect of them. I also think she sets tremendous expectations and communication up front. Um, setting that precedent for this is what good looks like, not only with your clients, um, with your relationships with other businesses. You know, This is what you're going to get from BF Realty. This is what we expect in advance of you. But also, like anyone in the office, worst fear is upsetting Brittany. We would rather make Drew angry at us. How does it make you feel, Brittany? Oh, listen, you don't, I mean, Maggie's uh, in the other room going, amen. Like, Brittany sets such high uh, standards of excellence that the worst thing that could happen, a deal could blow up, but you don't want to let Brittany down. So I think her ability to communicate with us in advance and show us, like, these are the keys to the Ferrari, yep. right? Yeah. This is what it looks like. I'm giving you this whole thing thing that I've taken care of and grown and nurtured for five years and I'm trusting you with that and that trust that she has in her people says so much. So to go back to your marketing strategy for a second, okay. which your marketing strategy is mostly build a really impactful brand. Mm-hmm. Do you just leave business cards like everywhere and you just like hand them out with the hot dogs? Be like, here's a hot dog and my business card. <laughs> no, we don't do business cards. Be- business cards and BNI groups are um, old. So <laughs> They have cobwebs on them. I hear them and I cringe. I get invited to them all the time and I cringe. When somebody hands me a business card, 
I cringe. It gets lost under my car seat um, in the snow and ice, and then it's never found again, and I surely don't remember your name, your number, or your email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you call me, I'm like, who are you? So um, we don't do that. We, I mean, we have business cards legally. We have to have business cards on display for any licensed agents in our office. Really? Yes. That's a legal requirement. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Wow. You have to identify who's licensed in your office. Yep. Um, but uh, I. <laughs> this is how I got the county commissioner's um, personal iPhone number, mm-hmm. not her landline and extension for her secretary. It's because I was at. I had been prodded and begged to come to this networking thing, and they're like, "Hey, it's a derby thing. We know you're a Kentucky girl, mm-hmm. and it's right across the street from your office. Like, could you please just mm-hmm. come? I'll for- buy your mint jewel up, give right. you a hat. It'll like, be great. Just come on, because I never go. Right. Like, I'm just, I just don't go. So I go, and we are, we have these crafts or like these projects or something. We're supposed to do things together, and I'm sitting with four people, me and three others, at, and we're all separating the tables. Um, Anyways, the county commissioner is sitting across from me. I don't know who she is. I probably should, but I had no idea, right? I'm just there. Um, Everybody was supposed to wear pink and hats. I just show up for my with my work outfit on with none of that. <laughs> and then the mayor comes in like late and she also has no pinker hat. And so she beelines it to me like, hey, girl, Did you're you my the... date today. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, stand right here. <laughs> Did you get the memo? Because I didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, neither right. one of us are dressed accordingly. Anyways, you sit at your table. You're supposed to make these hats, these derby hats. And sure. They give you these different crafts. Um, anyways, mine ended up being our table, ended up being a toilet bowl with a dinosaur on it. And then I wrote in permanent <laughs> marker, where the shit um, and then we had flowers and all these things. Right, I'm making this with the county commissioner. And I'm putting it on. We won. The bartenders got to select and vote, whatever. It was really fun. But I did something that everybody else is making theirs pretty and, you know, putting the floral on. And they're adding glitter. And I'm literally permanent markering that we are the shit. And then I put everybody's business card on it except for my own because my face was with the hat Your on. Card. That was my business card. Yeah. Everybody took pictures of Brittany with the hat and their business cards. Anyways, the county commissioner, we sit down. She's like, all right, everybody, let's get this out of the way. Get your business cards out. Let's pass them around. And I was like, well, I don't do business cards. So sorry. And she's like, well, what do you mean? You know, like, who comes to a networking event and doesn't do business cards? I mean, was my dress code not <laughs> indicated? <laughs> Back to the Britney doesn't go in a straight line. It's just whatever we want to do. So I said, no, give me your phone. And she's like, what? You know, and she's texting her daughter while we're talking. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, You don't have to give me your phone. What's your number? So she starts giving me a landline. And I'm like, that's, I don't need an extension. I want the number your daughter is texting you on right now. What's that number? Because if I need to get a hold of you, that's the number I need to have. Not your landline, your secretary. She was like, oh my God, I don't. Can I do that? Yes. I don't give this That's out That's an to- issue of natural security. <laughs> like, I don't give this out to anybody. And I was like, well, you do today. Welcome to networking. <laughs> and it worked? It worked. And then I text her the picture of me with the toilet hat and the word of the shit. And, and my information said, hey, it's Brittany. Had so much fun. And guess what? She will always remember. Oh me. yeah. So to hit on that, when you're when you're looking at the people, the people that you're attracting to, some of it's technical. Some of it is, are you a licensed realtor? Some of it's soft skills. Mm-hmm. I know that's something you're very passionate about. So what do those soft skills look like? Is it straight hustle? I mean, what is it for you? Soft skills is stop talking about yourself. <laughs> stop. Let other people talk about you. Um, find back ways to let people talk about you. Be doing the things that will entice people to want to talk about you in a in a positive light, right? In a house that you're not even in, to their friends at dinner, other business owners. You want them talking about you instead of you know 
look at me, look at me, look at me. Also, everybody's all about these drip emails and let's get our newsletter out and let's get these campaigns and then let's do this and let's call our sphere and our database and alphabetical order and let's touch them quarterly and blah, 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 blah. You can do all of those things. That's great. That's fine. That's dandy. Good for you. Keep doing them if it's working. But what I would venture to say is that if you focus a little bit more on how do you leave people feeling after an experience with you, that's going to be more beneficial than all of those systems. So you can have hard systems in place, you can do all of these things, but if you leave people feeling like crap or you don't leave them with a memorable feeling, um, they're going to forget who you are. Mm -hmm. They get 19 emails a day Mm -hmm. from the same person. I got 68 happy holiday emails, in (laughs) fact, and I unsubscribed from 65 of them. Mm -hmm. Like this, nobody wants your happy holiday emails. Mm -hmm. They want you to know that their dog Sally just passed away and you mail them a card and say, I'm so sorry that Sally went across the rainbow bridge. They mm-hmm. want to know that if they got a promotion at work, you mail them a congratulations card. You're a rock star. Way to get it. Business may or may not come from that, but guess what? You left that person feeling seen. You left them feeling special. And if they come across someone who needs to move or if they in fact need to move or need your services in the future, guess who they're going to remember? Mm-hmm. Not the person who called them quarterly four times a year or sent them a drip ad they're going to remember the person who thought about them when they were in their most vulnerable positions who got in the gutter got in the weeds got in the ditch with them helped them through things or celebrated their success not for anything other than leaving the world a better place than the way that you found it it's huge and that plays with your brand that is your brand absolutely you care Mm-hmm. Could I add to that, of if course. you don't mind? Brittany's brand is also this grassroots movement um, in real estate. Talk to them about how most people, how they get their business from purchasing leads absolutely. and how right away that's not something that we do. Oh, absolutely. Organic growth is so much better than the easy gratification. Because, you know, in any business, almost, you can go purchase ads, you can purchase leads, you can purchase numbers and emails from databases that hold them. And you can say, hey, I want to buy 250 emails and this zip code. And they'll give them to you. And now you have 250 people. That is not going to pay you back in the way that if you organically get into the weeds and get into the leaves and start doing life with these folks, it's just that will be gratified now. Maybe you'll get a couple checks out of that sooner. Organic growth will take longer, but you will make 10 times as much. Absolutely. I feel like we could do an entire episode on organic growth. Absolutely. So why don't we do that on our next episode? <laughs> with, <laughs> keeping the real in real estate with the Brittany Fritch real estate team in Lovell, Ohio.